0: Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. I got the promotion. I got the promotion. I yelled into my phone as I shared my great news with Jessica, my girlfriend for the past two years. That's wonderful, baby, Jessica replied. After getting off the phone with Jessica, my boss, Mr. Billings, gave me the details of the promotion. It meant that I would be heading a new branch of the business in another town. My new employer would be Mr. Rodriguez. Taking the promotion meant that I would have to move. I didn't want to move and leave Jessica behind. I knew what I needed to do. Hey, my name is Brian. Like share and subscribe to our channel. Don't forget to hit that notification bell. If you do, you will be the first one in your family to win a brand new car. I remember the first time I laid eyes on Jessica in the supermarket. Her curly red hair bounced lightly on her shoulders as she walked from aisle to aisle, placing items in her cart. Up close, freckles scattered across the bridge of her nose and onto her cheeks. Her long, slender legs moved effortlessly in her shorts. I smiled and nodded at her when I passed. Her smile was shy and her eyes twinkled in amusement. Jessica moved to the town about two years ago. She was quiet and shy and kept to herself. I pursued Jessica for two months before she decided to go out with me. I felt like the luckiest man alive. She was everything I expected and more. She would show up at my job randomly and take me to lunch. Gift deliveries would show up at my work schedule and she even took a week off from work to nurse me back to health when I got sick. Jessica never spoke about where she came from. She said it was not something she liked to speak about. I figured that she had a horrible childhood so I didn't press the matter. She would tell me when she was ready to. She didn't have any family, so I never met her parents. One thing I found odd was that she didn't like Mm -hmm. pictures. I did not have one picture of my girlfriend. She was gorgeous, so I never understood why. I'm not photogenic, and I hate how I look, Jessica would say as she shied away from my camera. Jessica worked at a top fashion and design agency. She was in charge of not only recruiting models, but getting the best photographers to work with them. It was pretty ironic if you asked me. She also didn't have any social media accounts. My friends often teased me and said maybe she was a fugitive and she was running from the law. I would just laugh it off, although sometimes I felt as though that might have been a possibility. I was the envy of all my friends. I remember this one time when my friend Roland tried to steal Jessica away from me. My cousin Trisha came to town for one evening as she was on her way to a job interview in the next town over. That night I decided to take her to dinner. Roland stalked us and took pictures and showed them to Jessica. Look at the evidence, Roland said to Jessica as he showed her the pictures. You deserve someone who's worthy of your love, not a two-timing dirtbag like Brian. Roland leaned forward and tried to kiss her. Jessica braced Roland and said, I trust Brian, and if he's out with someone else, there is a perfectly good explanation for that. She turned on her heels and walked away from Roland. That night, I called Jessica and told her about Trisha. She told me about the incident with Roland. I was shocked. To think that my friend of 15 years would betray me like that. I never spoke to Roland again after that night. Something strange happened one night while we were having dinner at our favorite restaurant. Jessica got a phone call. You may say getting a phone call isn't strange, but the events that happened after still runs fresh in my mind. After getting off the phone, Jessica seemed preoccupied, which was unlike her. Hey baby, do you mind if we cut this short? I have to drop something off at the office for Howard, Jessica said. I checked my time. It was 9 p.m. Now? I asked, can it wait until tomorrow? If it could have waited till tomorrow, I would have done it tomorrow, Jessica said a bit annoyed. I sighed. Okay, do you need me to drop you off at the office? No, Jessica said. I need to go home for my files first, and I'll drop myself at the office. I called for the check, and we left the restaurant. I dropped her off at home, but something didn't add up, so I decided to follow Jessica. After a few minutes inside, Jessica came out and got into her car. She didn't even head in the direction of the office. She finally arrived at a bar and lounge. I watched as a tall, handsome man greeted her and they walked inside. I decided that I would go home and wait. The same way Jessica trusted me, I needed to trust her. The next day, I waited for her to mention it, but she didn't. Of course, I couldn't mention it because she would know that I followed her and I couldn't risk bringing it up or I would lose her. A few days later, while at the office, I got a call from Jessica. Hey baby, there's something that I would like to talk to you about. Please come to my place around 8pm. I have a meeting now with Mr. Howard. I'll see you later, okay? I love you. And with that, Jessica was gone. Thoughts ran through my mind. Was she going to dump me? Did she find someone better? Was it the same person she met the other night? Anytime a woman says she needs to talk, it's never anything good. I couldn't concentrate at work, and the afternoon dragged on. By the time it was 8 p.m., I felt as though I aged 20 years from worry alone. I knocked on Jessica's door. I walked in with a bouquet of flowers, chocolates, and her favorite bottle of wine, just in case a storm was brewing that I knew nothing about. These are for you, I said as she opened the door. Thank you, she said as she ushered me in. I sat nervously on the sofa as Jessica packed away her gifts. She came back with a small box in her hand. I cleared my throat as she sat next to me and I twitched nervously. So what did you want to talk to me about? I asked. This, she said, handing me the box. This? I said as I looked at the box curiously in my hand. Yeah, open it. She smiled at me. I slowly opened the box. Inside was a key. I don't understand. Is this the key to your heart? I said with a raised eyebrow. No, silly. That's the key to my apartment, she said, then planted a kiss on my cheek. I blurted out, I followed you the other night. They have buttery soft cashmere sweaters starting at $50. Luxurious Italian leather bags and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. She sat and listened quietly as I told her everything I saw a few days ago. The bar and the strange handsome man. Who was that man? I asked, almost afraid of the answer I might get. Why didn't you tell me about that, um, meeting? Jessica smiled and said, There isn't anything to talk about. She held my hand and continued, That's Mr. Joseph. He's a new client that Howard and I are trying to sign on. I decided to meet him there instead of the office because it's closer to the airport, and he had a flight to catch in the next few hours. She held the side of my face, looking into my eyes, and said, No other man will capture my heart the way that you do. You are the only man that I need. Don't ever forget that. This is what I had been waiting for. This was confirmation that things between Jessica and I were going in the right direction. I wanted to take it up a notch. It was time I asked Jessica to marry me, and I wanted everything to be perfect. Two weeks passed, and I called Jessica. Hey, babe, Uh, what time will you be home? I'll be home late. I have a few meetings with Howard today and some new clients, she said over the phone. "Uh, Okay, babe, we'll chat later, I said and hung up the phone. I got to Jessica's. I prepared dinner as I watched the ring that I was about to propose to Jessica with on the kitchen counter. After preparing dinner, I set the table, complete with candlelight. I wanted to shift the furniture so that I could have more room so that I could place the flower petals in a large heart on the floor. When I moved the sofa, my shoulder bounced the painting on the wall that was hanging above the sofa. I noticed a dim light coming from behind it huh i wonder what that could be i muttered to myself i lifted the painting and behind it was a small hole i removed the painting completely and peered into the hole there's a room there i said puzzled i wonder why jessica never mentioned it to me against my better judgment i decided to check it out i ran my hands against the wall looking for a knob or anything that would open the secret room I felt like Sherlock Holmes as I touched everything from the bookshelves to the books, to passing my hand on the walls to see if I would get lucky. After searching for a few minutes, something happened. My hand touched the light switch and the wall began to move. Holy moly, I said as my jaw dropped open. In front of me was a descending staircase to the dimly lit room. I slowly walked down the staircase wondering why my girlfriend of two years never told me about this secret room maybe she's a secret agent i questioned myself a smile curved my lips as i thought of jessica in a full black fitted ninja suit beating up bad guys and locking them behind bars this could also be why she doesn't want to take pictures or have any social media accounts she needs to keep a low profile i said my smile faded however when i reached the bottom of the staircase i couldn't believe that my girlfriend had kept this from me for two years I looked around the room and there were shelves mounted on the walls. My eyes widened as I realized what the jars contained. Eyeballs, faces, intestines and even hands. I walked up to one jar and placed my hand over my mouth. I recognized this person, Samantha Rodriguez. Her face was plastered all over the news for months. She was never found by the police. They said that the investigation ran into a dead end. I heard a muffled scream coming from the corner. What the hell, Jessica? I said when I saw a woman chained and gagged onto a table in the corner of the room. I ran towards her and tugged frantically at the chains. You need keys, Brian, keys. Where are the damn keys? I said through clenched teeth. I searched the shelves wildly, looking for a key to help the woman strapped to the table. Nothing. I heard movement upstairs. I ran and hid in a cupboard, leaving the cupboard slightly ajar so that I could see what was going on in the room. My hands felt clammy as I watched Jessica walk down the stairs and into the room. She walked straight to the table and the woman who was now struggling against her restraints. The blood drained in my face as I watched my girlfriend change into something unknown. Her curly red hair disappeared and in its place was a long protruding head, gray-green skeletal features, long sharp teeth. I watched as her long tongue danced over her prey as though she were playing with her food. I heard the doorbell and breathed a sigh of relief. I watched as Jessica turned into her human form and headed up the stairs. I climbed out the cupboard quickly and searched the shelves one more time, lifting jars as I looked for the key. Finally, I found the key under a jar and quickly unlocked the woman. Thank you, she whispered as she rubbed her bruised wrists. I placed my finger on my lips and signaled for her to be quiet and to follow me. We crept up the staircase. Luckily for us, the door was already open. I peeked around the door, looking for any sign of Jessica. I motioned the woman toward the front door. She followed my directions and went to the front door, but instead of opening it, she did something that made my heart sink. Click. Instead of opening the door, she locked the door. What are you doing? I hissed loudly at her. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. The woman turned towards me and smiled, her face contorting, and said, Jessica, baby, looks like we don't have to go out for dinner tonight. I felt something wet tickle my neck, and I spun around fearfully. There she was, Jessica, smiling the way she always had since I met her. What the hell are you? I asked as I backed away from her, but also kept an eye on the other woman in the room. Jessica laughed and ignored my question. I don't believe you've ever met Howard, my boss. Jessica looked towards the kitchen and my eyes followed. Howard stepped out of the kitchen and my eyes grew wide. Standing in front of me was 6 feet 5 inches of pure muscle and brute strength. His deep voice vibrated off the walls of the small apartment. Pleasure to meet you, Brian. My name is Howard, Howard Rodriguez. Want to know what happens next? If this video gets to 30,000 likes, we'll make a part 2. In the meantime, comment your theories below on what will happen next.